Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to Shop Talk Podcast. We're sitting here in the Broken Lawn Chair Studios, presented by JB3 Customs. Let's get right into it. Disclaimer, we advise audiences of 18 years or older. Hope you enjoy the show. Alrighty, folks, we're going to kick this shit off here tonight. Episode number two of a Shop Talk podcast. Before we get into today's topic, I got a big shout out to the What's Lincoln Thinking podcast over in my hometown, specifically Peyton Peterson. My boy really helped us out here trying to get us mostly me with the editing because I'm fucking retarded so and it turns out you got to get a podcast from your computer to the internet so without <laughs> yeah. them we might not have figured that out yeah w- without what's Lincoln thinking we just have uh, podcasts on John's computer you'd yeah, have to come it. over and listen to them yeah <laughs> which is cool if you bring beer You're exactly all yeah. but we don't have a lot of room here in the, the studio so go yeah. check the boys out they're on Spotify they're a comedy sports cast they're hilarious. I love them. I've I've listened to all their episodes. They're great. Check it out. Or don't. I don't really fucking care. Either way. Thanks to them. But anyway. thanks to them, we have the capability to drop our episode one. <laughs> or by the time you hear this episode one, will already have been out. But besides the point. Um, what do you think today, boys? Huh? I think topic of the day should probably be... I was thinking EV just because I just continuously get questions and people asking me about EVs. Is that where the world's going? There's or should so, we be? So many questions. Exactly. So many questions. So few answers. That's the part <laughs> I have problems with. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So I can personally say because I work at Subaru, Subaru just dropped its first all electric EV. And We've got a couple in. I've got to kind of, I don't know, play around with them a little bit, you know. But I, I, I honestly, I think my biggest downfall to the Subaru one, and I don't know if maybe you guys can chime in on, like, the Teslas if you know more than I do or whatnot, but the Subaru one, it comes with a charger. It's a 110 charger. It plugs into your regular wall outlet, okay? It takes more than 24 hours to get a full charge on yeah. off your wall outlet. Yeah, so what you're saying is you need uh, like a gas outback to back up your EV. So you have to sort of drive while a, it's charged. A generator. <laughs> or a generator. Yeah. Okay, off that point. So it's estimated range off a, a full charge is 222 miles. Hmm. I filled up my Fusion before I came here, and it's sitting at 401 miles after I drove seven miles out here. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't even leave, yeah. like, Missoula and get to Bozeman on a full charge almost. Yeah. And, and, and someone out there is going to say, so, oh, you can, but... No. Well, you guys know as well as I do that the sticker in the window isn't actually right. what you're going to get yeah. out of it. Well, and... For all our listeners out there, they conduct these tests on these cars, and what we like to consider is 
perfect conditions or ideal conditions. Yeah. It's 80 degrees outside, the sun's out, it's on pavement. There's no gear there's in the no car. There's no wind. Yeah. There's one person in the car. You don't have a family in there. It's not loaded up. You're not running the AC. Yeah. Okay, perfect conditions. <laughs> it gets 222 <laughs> miles a gallon. I want to know how many miles it gets. Brand new battery, too. Oh, a brand new battery. Brand new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, w- what would it get <laughs> if it's negative 40? We live here in one of the coldest states <laughs> out there, you know? And a question I've never had answered um, is I can tell you what I spent. I said I filled my fusion. I'll tell you what I spent. $41.65. Sticks in my head. <laughs> What's it cost to charge it? I mean, is it really cheaper? Um, I'm not really an environmental sort of guy, and that's a lot of the arguments towards EV. EVs is environmental. I look at the economics of it. What's a car going to save me? What's it going to cost me? Um, and I've never seen that answered. Well, it's uh, because satisfactorily. I, think, I honestly don't think they want to like give you the specs of like what, because I've asked people like, well, what's it charge you? I'm like, well, my bill went up a hundred bucks, and you ask somebody else, well, I don't pay because I charge it at Starbucks, and I'm like, okay, well, don't you got to pay somebody's to use paying. Somebody's Starbucks paying. charger? And, well, and then the fluctuation in electricity cost is. You know, it's oh, more expensive oh, it's during the changing too, day honestly. than it is. Yeah. yeah, that hundred bucks are you on budget billing? How much did you drive? You know, right. exactly. I, I've never seen that good answer for that two hundred and ten mile range. What's it cost mm-hmm. you? Well, then there's a like the Teslas. There's three or four different charging styles and speeds, and that's some Ford has three and or so, four. You know, at a faster speed, you're probably going to pay more. Right, a okay, 220 so outlet versus higher, a 110. It's got to be yeah. higher amperage, like right? Kicking your regular. Yeah. Um, so to charge it in 12 hours versus 24 or even four hours, kind of thing on the fast charge. So Subaru says there are three ways it can be charged. The one it ships with, which is the 110, which takes 24 to 48 hours, depending uh, on conditions. Conditions. Yep. So negative 40, it's going to take 48 hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two is 220 that's a, they call it their uh, quick charge or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you have to uh-huh. have an electrician come out to your house yeah. and wire in a 220 yeah. charger. Okay, that still is now taking eight hours. It cut it from yeah. 48 to eight. Okay, charger number three is a three phase. Holy moly. Okay, they have a three-phase. It's running some juice. It's running some juice. Problem with the three-phase is they are super expensive. Mm -hmm. Like five, six thousand dollars to get a really nice three-phase charger. Is that just for the charger? Because I'm thinking three-phase power, you gotta have a serious electrician. You gotta have an electrical company come and move some wires around a lot of times. You don't have three-phase power around your house. So there's the thing. Well, how do I get a three-phase when my house isn't gonna have be capable? Right. And my my father, <laughs> he lives in Lincoln, has his shop, and we lives the shop is right on a main highway. Well he calls me one day, like, hey, what do you what would be the idea of maybe me getting some of these charge stations? 
because I'm huh. I'm in a, a prime middle of the way yeah. between Great Falls, Helena, and Missoula. He's yeah. dead middle. And right on the side of the He's road. He's right Perfect. on the side of the road. Yep. Okay. The maintenance on those things is horrendous. Really? If they break down, getting repaired parts for them is not it's super difficult the three-phase chargers or the yes yeah okay yes yeah. yes yeah. getting them repaired really? is a whole nother aspect to it oh interesting so now you and start then, seeing these people uh, like paul said putting generators in the back of their car just <laughs> oh there's a meme going around <laughs> oh yeah i love that picture <laughs> oh i know <laughs> the inverse of that I was at the store the other day, and this store has Tesla charging ports. There's this big jacked up F three fifty double cab long box of dual <laughs> dual diesel tanks backed, up. backed into the charging ports just to be funny, and the cord stuffed in the fuel port. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture and was just dying laughing the rest of the day. It's so funny. Anyway, uh, one of my uh, old coworkers had a one of the. Uh, OBS 7.3s, one of the OGs, and he took the Ford badge off it and took a Prius hybrid EV uh -huh. badge and stuck it in place <laughs> of it. You would not believe the amount of people who were like, oh my god, you got a hybrid Ford? And they're like, Really? Come on. Well, there is As a... it's blowing fucking black smoke <laughs> out the fucking ass of it. Like, yeah, it's definitely an EV, all right? Well, there is a, a comedian who said he drove his Ford Windstar van from Alaska to California, and people were, like, giving him thumbs up and right on. You drive an electric, and it was his block heater hanging out the front of the van. <laughs> the cord for the block heater. The cord heater. for the block oh, heater. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh man, that's hilarious. <clears throat> my question is, is like, like Paul was saying, like, what is it actually costing you? And, mm -hmm. but, I guess I shouldn't even get into that. Um, Montana, specifically, like Alaska, Montana, Colorado, states that get northern cold. states. Yeah. Well, well let cold. me just focus on Montana for oh, yeah, yeah. Every town. In Montana is seemingly 60 to 80 miles from the next town okay. on this side of the state on this side of the state you yeah. know towns yes. are not 20 miles apart like the farther east you go the more the spread out the more spread out you get yeah exactly yeah so how can you justify saying oh I'm gonna just go to Bozeman and back or I'm gonna go to Missoula and back on a single charge when you're gonna get to Bozeman, the thing's gonna, it's you're, negative 30. You're planning to spend the night. Yeah, you better be ready to spend the night. Well, and I think <clears throat> the people who are buying EVs, they're not buying them as a primary car, they're buying them as a second car. And, and, and that's um, like, and they're, that just seems so cost, like counterproductive. Yeah, <laughs> and they're trying to say that EV is gonna take over and it's the wave of the future. I don't see it. Not when the people who are buying it are. It's a second car. Yeah. I see EV as trying to take a round peg and smash it into a square hole and a triangle <laughs> hole. Um. Like hybrid. People are just looking for the next step, kind of. Thing. Right. Oh, and we can. I remember saying it about hybrids too. And to be fair, I think we'd all agree on this. Um. 
as a technology, hybrid has its place. Oh, in yeah. stop-start mm-hmm. driving yeah. cities, oh, yeah. they are fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think this EV thing, to me, it's a craze. It just I, doesn't fit here. But it, it definitely doesn't fit here. Yeah. But, okay, let's take California. I think you're right, though, Paul. It is a... It, it's a, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's I, a fad. It's, yeah. I, I don't really see... Okay, setting aside the environmental argument, which is arguable arguable i don't really buy from an economic standpoint i don't see the advantage of it over a regular internal combustion engine in certain circumstances the hybrid absolutely um it's like these high school kids run around in diesel pickups a diesel pickup is made to tow something it's not made yeah yeah. To yeah. To chase girls, you know. <laughs> and that's a Depends whole on which thing. girls you're chasing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need that show hitch. <laughs> uh, so so the, the environmental part, like uh, I haven't done a whole lot of research, really not much, but uh, the te- the uh, the energy and the oh the what it costs and what it's. Uh, taking to make these batteries you know oh, yeah. it comes out of mine diesel that yeah and all the chemicals they're having to dump well, into the earth to cat of excavator yeah. digging it out right they don't make hybrids in those yet you know? <laughs> <laughs> i and i've asked that, a lot of uh ev owners people that are very liberal based <clears throat> or progressive based views and you ask them i said like do you know what a lithium mine looks mm-hmm. like do you know what an oil mine looks like? And oh yeah, I know what an oil mine looks like. Well, you can fit an oil pump in your backyard. Yeah. Right? They're yeah. small. Right. Okay. Just a pipe going in the ground. A lithium pit is a is the size big of ass your town. Pit. Right. Like and it's not small. They are massive. Yeah. They are massively affecting the earth just to get it. All right. And on the flip side yeah, of that's that, just the ore. They're just digging the, just ore the ore for it. Yeah. Okay, here's the, the shit part of lithium. They have not figured a way out to recycle it. That right. was my next question. Yeah. Yep. How are we going to recycle it when we spent, I'm going to say billions, because it's billions of dollars now. Oh, you count power it. tools and be, yeah. everything billions that uses lithium. It's a big industry. Absolutely. Billions <clears throat> of dollars mm-hmm. to get this lithium. And you're telling us once it's done, it's done. Throw it in the garbage. So... So in 10 years, when that lithium battery fails to meet a charge, your car is junk. I think you're lucky if it makes 10 years, but anyway. Yeah. These, like you look at Chevy's, and I'm picking on Chevy here because they've been big at putting out pictures of just their chassis, you know, with the electric motor on each corner and the the battery is the frame. Mm -hmm. I look at replacing that. I'm like, do I have to lift the body off and roll a new chassis under it? I I mean, they're building disposable cars. Yeah. John can answer to serviceability better than we can, but it looks to me like, I don't know how I service this. I pulled a battery out of a Tesla not long ago. It's pretty simple. Is it? Uh, I mean, for the first one, it took me two hours. Is it trunk mounted like a no, Prius? or it is. It's the whole floor of the car. Okay, from that's how the front Super wheels is. to rear wheels. Yep, and that's how the yeah. GM I'm talking and about is. And this one had quick connect electrical plugs. There's three. And quick connect coolant lines. There's two in the front. You unbolt it all yeah. the way around. You slide the big Tesla certified jack under the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And it just falls out of the bottom of the car. It's simple. 
I'll have to do more research on exactly how Subaru wants you to take theirs out, but it's in the same location, mm -hmm. just like Chevy. Yeah, it's makes jacking on them kind of suck. From what I, from just <laughs> yeah. like how I, the layout Four is a Subaru, is it looks like it comes out through the inside of the car. Ooh. I, I could be Ooh. wrong. Like I said, I got to do more research if there's another way it comes out the bottom. But mm. just from like a quick glance, I'm like, this is an overhaul to Ooh. get this out. Yeah. Like I think at that point you just get a new car. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cost of it. Okay. All right. How long your warranty last? A lot of them are three years, mm -hmm. 36,000 miles or 60,000 miles. Well, some of these people can put that on and easily in under five years so yeah, now yeah. your warranty has run out and now they tell you this battery's ten thousand dollars i think tesla's pushing out to 25 20? or 30 oh. is what i heard for the life of a no just the battery cost okay. wow that's which not, and I that's a new it, car you know. i'll say the prius yeah. is back in the day the, were that, still seven to eight and yeah. they, that's a hybrid you know right and that yeah that half the size. The whole less than half the less size. than half the size. Uh -huh. so yeah, yeah. My other question is, and are these things catching on fire? I mean, we hear about phones being potentially banned from airlines because of fires. We had a fire in our shop due to a lithium battery. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that gas isn't flammable, Flam but... Yeah. I haven't heard of too many reports. I did hear of a couple Teslas, but it sounded like they got in like a collision and, sure. and something its safety mechanism didn't activate the way it was supposed to and it it shorted it and yeah that one melted to the ground yeah i kind of i've only that seen like burns something crazy to it looks like yeah. a flamethrower yeah oh yeah spitting too yeah. yeah my question on it is i'm not so much worried about i guess i didn't think of collisions but our battery caught on fire and it was in one of my boss's kids hoverboards is what it was <laughs> and it was charging so like Milwaukee, the tool company, they say, use our batteries, use our chargers. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure some of that's for fire. Well, <clears throat> what about this? Now the government's building charging stations all over. Are they all going to meet Tesla or Subaru or Ford's mm -hmm. safety regulations? So you plug yeah. in at the gas station, all of a sudden your car's burning out front. Yeah, whose fault is that, right? Yeah. Or so, it catches oh. on fire in your garage. or Yeah. To touch on that, so we, as a dealership, were required to have uh, three charging stations in our dealership, as well as our sales department had to have, being that we're not all one building, had to have another, at least two, I think it had to have two, and then we had to have three, okay? These are not from Subaru. Subaru does not tell us third exactly. Third party. Yeah, it is a third you. party. Uh -huh. They're making them for Subaru, yeah. No, Subaru just says you got to have them. They don't tell you. Say, they don't tell you which. They kind don't tell you anything. where you got to go. Oh, you, really? It's your it's your discretion on where you go get them, how you install them, who installs them, wow. and how it's all done. Wow. So yeah, we played a professional electrician. He says these are the ones they like hmm. to install. So yada yada yada. Okay, we haven't even sold but three of these. We already have one charging station that's failed. <laughs> Really? And, 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 to, and to add to that, it's the one that's outside. Hmm. Interesting. Think about that. That's the other. Yeah. Moisture and electricity don't they go don't together. They don't like good. each other. And Montana's harsh. And it's yeah. and it's it's under a covered awning, too. <clears throat> what about states that we don't use a lot of road salt or calcium 
chloride. Yeah. What about states like my sister's in Iowa? They use a ton. Uh -huh. How's that going to affect those batteries? Just well, corrosion. Yeah. yeah I will say, I think a lot of it, like the Subaru one, it's almost exclusively made with like titanium and aluminum. So they're a yeah. lot less corrosive. Sure. I mean, yeah, you're still going to get that calcium from the aluminum, but there's a lot less steel. On Even just wiring there. and stuff. Oh, yeah, the copper. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Interesting. Another thing I was going to touch on. So California came out and they banned uh, combustion engines to a, a certain point and they're putting all these restrictions on combustion engines and yeah, California wants to see no combustion engines by like 2035 uh -huh. or something. So far it's like lawnmower engines, stuff like that. Well, We're a really the commercial industry is getting just fucking shafted. The big trucks and stuff. Okay, six days after they mandate this for commercial wise and, and, and they're really, California's really, really pushing these EVs their whole power grid shuts down six days later. The whole state goes fucking like black. That was the summer. Yeah. yeah, they told they people don't run your air conditioners or charge your your EVs. Like EVs. But they're also telling us no, no, no. The U.S. power grid is good enough for all yeah. these extra, all this extra electrical load. I was really so what? I yeah, heard this what? on uh, <laughs> on the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, Shout out. Shout out to Joe. <laughs> That's an excellent podcast. It's super long, but every every guy he has interviews, very, very smart people. Uh, California is switching to nuclear power grids now. Or they managed to keep their main one. That's the only reason they're getting powers from their nuclear power. Yeah, grid. I heard they were yeah. shutting one down. Their or power plant. They were supposed to, but after that after that their oh. whole grid went down. Yeah, then they were like, okay, we cannot lose our nuclear power plant. Oh. And all these liberals, like, you could tell they're like, uh, I don't know which way to feel, you know? <laughs> like, I can't charge my car without this nuclear power plant, you know? Yeah. Uh, right. That's just wild to me. For the places that are charging their car <laughs> off of coal power plants and fossil fuels. Right, yeah. I don't know well, if you guys heard a minute ago there might have been a little bit of weird ringing on the audio that was a train going by john's house oh yeah four out of five chance it was a coal train <laughs> yeah big yeah. long one yeah and and honestly trains are still one of the most efficient sources of transportation and mostly of goods in mm -hmm. montana it's almost exclusively goods and coal and all our lumber that comes from out of state comes in on a train. It doesn't, a lot of that is not coming in on trucks. It's coming in on our train mm -hmm. and way more efficient, way more efficient. I think the answer you're, you're getting to, to where we need to be looking instead of hybrids is mass transit. And mass transit. it's easy for us to say because it's kind of hard to have mass transit in Montana, oh, but yeah. not that many people. Yeah, I mean these bigger cities. We need to be looking at buses and subways they, and you know the bigger cities stuff. I've been to. They are, you know, it's already there. They're getting there. It's well, and like a lot of well, I haven't been some of them big actually cities, used to have it back in the '60s, and mm -hmm. then they got rid of all the trolleys and all the mass transportation. Oh, yeah. I've and heard now they're trying to put it all back in again. Mm -hmm. Compared to other countries like England, U.S. mass transit's way less developed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, hmm. 
I was fortunate enough to to do a, a Europe trip when I was in high school, and we traveled from Ireland, Wales, Scotland, and London. Okay, they have an underground train that goes under the ocean from Wales mm -hmm. to get you over to London or into that part of Europe, anyway. Yeah. Uh, it goes all night. You literally hop on. It was super easy. There's way less like, like TSA. There's like yeah. hardly any of that. You just pay your ticket. You get on. You get all your room to yourself. Sometimes oh, there's really? different rooms. You can share a room. Some are, <clears throat> are like offices. Some are <laughs> you can get a bed if it's a really long journey. They have a bar. You get out of your your room, go sit in the bar lounge and watch the football game and so get John, drunk. I'm like, this is way better than flying. John didn't need the room. He just needed the bar. He needed the bar. I never even saw the room. Because <laughs> <laughs> over there, it was illegal for us to drink. Yeah. So oh, we were just getting sloshed every chance we got. Uh. It's funny because our teachers are there with us. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing they can do about it. Because our parents all signed off that it was as long as we were abiding by their laws. <laughs> <laughs> Epic trip. Oh, but that like fun. their mass transit yeah. everywhere over there. That's the thing. Mm. And their cars are just little, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it I think it was Honda? It was Honda or Toyota, one of the two, said they're not gonna heavily invest in EVs. Huh. And I think that was. I think it's probably Toyota. Well, oh, no. Toyota. They is, have EV. They're leading they the edge hybrids, in, in in. I think it was Toyota, but hydrogen. they're they're gonna, you know, their little efficient um, ICEs, their their hybrids. But I think it's interesting that they're saying that because if you look at the the gas crisis in the seventies. Who was the first ones out with these little efficient four-cylinder cars that are now yeah. standard? I mean, exactly. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Cummins is actually getting into looking at hydrogen-based now. Toyota, they haven't released anything super official yet, but they are leading hydrogen engines right now. So I'll be curious yeah. to see in the next five years if if they ever get the the licensing and all the regulations figured out. I always thought the problem with it was the containment. Um, yeah, how to exactly. safely contain, you know, the Hindenburg, she was highly yeah. good too. <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, I gotta laugh every time, back to the California emissions thing, we get a Tesla in every now and then. It's They always have like three or four of these stickers, one in the windshield and one on each side <laughs> of the rear bumper that says, oh, and it's a, say, uh, it's got like big letters, EV, and then emissions-free California certified vehicle or something. It's like, maybe it's just because I'm a car guy and I know what a Tesla looks like. <laughs> of course there's no emissions coming out of that thing. <laughs> like, oh, I just shake my head. Why would you, why do you need that on there? Yeah. I don't know. Well, and another thing that people had no idea was gonna happen until it happened was that it takes a lot of cobalt and a lot of these other very valuable minerals that aren't lithium. Like cobalt is a huge one that is being put in cell phones. Mm -hmm. It's in your 
every EV, all technology has cobalt in it. Gold. Well, and gold. Yeah, okay. it is precious now metals, spiking yeah. our sure. these costs sure. to make the car. Okay, there is only one cobalt mine I'm aware of in the U.S. and it's in Utah. So we are now shipping all of our precious metals overseas. Mm. And now they got us by the balls. So you mean charge us whatever the fuck they want. Uh Let let me get this straight. So (laughs) to lessen our dependence on foreign oil, we're increasing our dependence (laughs) on foreign minerals. Exactly. That's what problem solved. Makes zero sense to me. And I don't know if the study has changed. But, but the, there's the polar bears, John. Not the polar bears. And the penguins. And the penguins. Yeah. So I think, I think the yeah. giant pit you're just, digging just, isn't yeah. helping the penguin. Wait, no, that that lithium, it grows on a tree. I think they wish it did. Every year. Every year. It comes they right back. They don't even know where it comes from, man. That's the worst part. It's like, do your research. Yeah. But... I don't know if the study is, has changed because <clears throat> EVs have come always, but uh, they said it would take you 10 years for owning an all-electric vehicle mm-hmm. to technically pay for itself versus a gas engine. Yeah. Well, based off that logic, is my battery going to make it 10 years? Is Right. In ten years, I'm going to want a new car. The average American change or trades their vehicle in seven years. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, so you don't own that long enough. If you're driving yeah. like the average American, yeah. you don't own it long well, enough for to, it to pay for it. So. For I've heard the same thing about solar panels. By the time before they pay themselves off, you need to replace them or repair them. Really? That's Under certain same, conditions, same I've thing. heard that too. Yeah. Heard that. Depending on daylight hours. Right. No. I mean, imagine up here, we'd get two, three months decent oh, out ones. of our right, yeah. solar panels. Well, that's the other part of these batteries and these cars is, um, you know, cold and heat is, that's really hard on batteries. Oh, if for, and then, uh, mostly the well, cold. These right. Teslas, to maintain proper battery temperature, they're using the battery. Yeah. So even yeah, if you don't fun. drive the car in the middle of winter when it's 40 below, you go in to drive it two days later, and it's dead. Right. What Walt's so, talking about, just to explain for maybe our non-technical listeners, they are either running the air conditioner off the right. battery or running a heater heat pump yep. up to warm it up or cool it down, yep. whatever you need. Um, yeah, to keep these t- batteries at optimal storage temperature yeah. so they don't... So the car is costing you money sitting in your garage, right? Because either you, like Walt was saying, you you go out there and it's dead, or you leave it plugged in constantly. Yeah. Either way. And yeah, like you said, now it's costing you money. You're using that energy all the time. Not to be used. So how much energy is your pickup using out there, Walt? Right Uh, now? None. Mm, Yep. How about your car, Paul? It's shut off. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Mm. How about all 12 of your vehicles, John? <laughs> 12? Well, I got like Maybe. 20 or so. Oh, I think sorry. they're all still zero at the moment. So, uh, yeah. in <laughs> this... How about emissions right now? Ooh, also zero. Yeah, also zero. zero. Man, I'm wow. What is that, 75 Chevy Widebody? It's zero Zero right, right now. now. You should get one of them zero emission <laughs> stickers on it. When it in fine print, when, when not parked. running. When <laughs> 
Oh wait, that thing's leaking oil on the ground. <laughs> so it's got a couple of Oh, that is emissions. a little emission, isn't it? No, 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 no. She's got a brand new race engine in her voice. Oh, that's right. The transmission on the other hand. <laughs> she's sweating horsepower out the ass. <laughs> is rust an emission? Because you've, you've got some what? rust. So that's just a chemical reaction. We like to call that the sleeper effect. <laughs> so on... On the topic you just brought up with, you know, the car stuff, yeah. constantly using a battery yeah. and leaving it plugged in, what's that going to do to your battery life? It's like they say, oh, yeah. let you your cell yourself. phone run all the way yeah. down before you recharge it. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. So does that, yeah. do either you know, does that affect the EV you batteries? Know, I haven't No one heard. has said anything about it. Yeah. And, like, these are the questions heard. I want answered. So... We just got, so we get, uh, we call them SSLP cars, and they're... What's that stand for, John? I'm not, I don't forget. Super sweet. SSLP, super sweet. It's it's um. Subaru's <laughs> service loaner Super program. slow, program. low yeah, power. Exactly. <laughs> or slow like Subaru, that. low power. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Anyway, anyway we, we loan these cars it's to all of our customers. So if you can't, if you don't want to pick up your car, you just want to leave it and you need a car, you don't want dropped off. We do have a shuttle service, but anyway, you can rent one of our cars. And if you're on a warranty, you get it free. So if you have a warranty, you get a loaner for free. Nice. Boom, bingo, bango. People love it. And it's a great advertising tool. We can get people that have an old car into a brand new yeah. one just to test it out for a couple yeah. weeks and, and you we got your that. logo on the side and not on SSOPs because oh. we resell them later oh, so okay. when they get about 15,000 miles the, yeah, gotcha. we sell them as certified pre-owned yeah. but they're in it a while they think man this looks yeah, kind of cool. nice okay. uh, guess what we got as one of our new SSLPs Ford Bronco I fucking wish <laughs> uh, Hellcat mm, also wish we got a all-electric Subaru EV. And I'm like, oh, my God. So that's great. <laughs> Let's give that to someone who doesn't have a charging exactly. station. Exactly. Give them a phone number for the tow Guess truck. Guess where that fucking at. car lives. Inside, plugged in, 24-7. Because we discovered, just off trial and error, that leaving it outside, unused... Four days. That thing will go from a hundred percent to twenty-five percent charge. That's crazy. Which Just is about seventy-five miles. Now keep miles. in mind it, the temperature here has been. That was not a fart, hopefully. That was this it. chair. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Just the chair. I can confirm. Ah, <laughs> uh, I forgot. I was talking about SSLPs. I'm yeah. farts now. <laughs> Slow Subaru, low power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, keep in mind, though, the temperature here, like, during this whole time has been 30, 20 degrees. It has not gotten above 40 yeah. during that week. So maybe, normal yeah, normal for yeah. here. So maybe if it was 80 degrees, maybe it doesn't drop so drastically. But why would you want to own one if, it, if you live where it's this right. fucking cold? Right. Like, It'd be like you plug it in at home, drive it to work, and then you gotta plug it in at work. Yeah. So you get back home again. Yeah, and now now you gotta think, well, is my boss gonna be pissed at me because he's basically paying to fuel my car he's every day? He's buying my fuel? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, as an owner of a business, I'm, I would be like, hey, uh-huh. you need you're to, not plugging I'm taking that, in that here. out of your fucking paycheck. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, <clears throat> I know someone's going to say it, well, if you had a heated garage, it wouldn't be a problem. Well, that's more power. That's more emissions. So. Oh, yeah. Let me just spend 100 grand to build a big Yeah, let me, let me pay yeah. 100 that, bucks, 200 bucks a month to heat this thing. thing. Right. Yeah. Well, here's another one. So I work at a body shop. Vehicles are there, I don't know, I'd say average of 20 days. Well, we get a handful of vehicles a month. Gas, regular vehicles. Whoops. That the, the uh, Sorry. The fuel light's already on. Like, the, the needle's about at the bottom. <laughs> we don't fill it up for them mm-hmm. so they can get back to wherever they came from. Yeah. But that we've had them come in these Teslas we work on a lot of Teslas we're one of the only we're one of the only certified shop in this region you pack them in from like Washington yeah yeah we're getting them from a long ways away our tow truck services are uh, certified to tow them to so they go pick them up and they bring them to us how many tows have you got from them just have dead batteries I don't know about just dead batteries because I'd be curious how many tows any like uh, electrical issue you know, oh, yeah. wherever they're at, yeah, it's either bring it to the dealer in Washington or wherever it is, yeah, or you bring it to us when he gets in an accident from wherever. And yeah, anyway, so this these Teslas come in and maybe half charged. Well, like we were talking, they discharge while they're just sitting there, and we drive them in and out of the shop a handful of times, but not enough to really discharge them a bunch, but. I worked on this one and uh, finished it up, parked it outside. I think it was probably middle of winter. By the time the customer came to pick it up, well, and they were from Bozeman. Which is how far from which is, Helena, uh, just for reference? Hour and a half. What is it? Uh, it's like yeah, 90 miles. It's 90 miles from yeah. Townsend, from, so about. Okay, 110, 120. 120. From Helena. So in a Subaru, uh, that's a a half a charge. Yeah. Well, this Tesla, I don't know what the battery charge was at, miles-wise or percentage, but they didn't leave a very nice review because they had to stop in Townsend in the middle of a snowstorm (laughs) in the evening after they picked up their Tesla and had to plug it in and spend the night in the motel so they could make it to their house in Bozeman. And somehow that's the body shop's fault for not charging their car. Yeah. How many people with gas? You know, I have never heard of one complaining that we didn't put gas in their car for them. Because I think they were able to just drive down the road two miles and put gas in it and then go home. Yeah. My thing is, I don't see how anyone, like Paul said, it almost has to be your second vehicle because yeah, I love road tripping. My 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 mom lives mm-hmm. in San Antonio, Texas. I live up here in Montana. A road trip's a very American thing. You exactly. Know? I love road tripping. You know what? And it's not that I I hate flying. It's just it's gotten inconvenient. The scenic you know? route is great. And the scenic. And you know what? If you don't if you're tired, you pull over and have a beer and relax or. Get in the hot tub. <laughs> Not whatever. all of us have a beer at the rest stop, but I didn't mean yeah. like a rest stop. You stop at a restaurant, have a burger and a beer or whatever. My wife's driving. Sorry, I can drink as much as I want. Let the dogs drive. Yeah. <laughs> and I 
that's a whole other thing. Well, what if I have animals? I want a road trip and take my animals with me. Well, that's a car thing, I think, though. Exactly. If you got a car, any kind of car, that's a deal. But yeah. So how am I supposed to get from Montana to Texas in the same amount of time it would take me to get in a gas car? It's not even fathomable. It's. <sighs> It takes. I think it takes us 26 hours, and we drive. A lot of times, we'll just drive straight through the night, mm-hmm. and we'll just kill it in one day, and then we'll do the scenic route on the way back. Split mm-hmm. the split the time, yeah. enjoy it or whatever. I think that's something that's, that's coming. Not feasible. I think not that's something feasible. that's coming. Is the battery technology and the charging technology? I'm sure, the range will improve. The range will improve, and the charging speed. I'm not sure on that one, but I'm not sure either. But I, you know, with everything, the the way that it's moving, so much. I mean, at a rate, depends how much you want to pay. You got to get amperage in, you know. And and like I said, the more amperage you push, it creates heat. So now Mm -hmm. we got to think of okay, if I'm rapidly charging it, now I'm like super heating a battery. But I think the range will get to the point where a day of driving is practical. Right. And a night of charging. And a, and a day. <laughs> and then another night because you're already too tired to drive. From. But the problem is, <laughs> like we said, I'm I'm not so sure the charging is going to get better um, off a 110 anyway. I honestly don't think Yeah, not much. off 110. No, no. But if you increase the capacity. Charging stations. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think saying. the charging more, stations. Uh, like, right. The infrastructure it, right. expands. It becomes yes. more like a yes. gas station. I agree with be that. a charging station, I think. But even you know. at that, it's like, are you going to sit at the gas station for six hours? I think it's more like 30 minutes. Would get not you, for a full charge. Well, well not get now. You by, I think get you by, some, yeah. you know, Probably eventually. Another 10 miles to the next station. Right. I don't know. Time for another beer. Thanks. Well, these Teslas have that autopilot, so yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I got a good story about I'm autopilot. Gonna, I'm gonna fucking drink my way all the way there if I had a Tesla. <laughs> no, I thought about it because I have a pretty short drive to work, and I'm like, yeah. oh, Tesla would be killer. You know, it's cheap. You know, it's cheaper. You know, you think it about it. I'll go on that. You got the charging stations. <laughs> 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 yeah, we already got the Don't need to charge it at all. I'm just... saying they can pay for all my charging, and I'm like, oh, autopilot. I can take a nap all yeah. the way to work. I mean, that's. I gain an hour of sleep a day. <laughs> really, what a lot of it comes down to, too, is like Tesla people are like, EV people are like, pay for my fuel. You know, that's. They are yeah. a certain kind of people. I bought an EV. Yeah. You should pay for all my I mean, <laughs> you stay at a hotel. Now the hotel's paying your fuel. I mean, what the. So, I. When's the last time Best Western bought you diesel? You know? <laughs> I want to take diesel with my stay at Best Western. And fill up the slip tank, too, while you're at it. Fill up the old diesel tank. I think there... It's just rumors that I've heard, but because you're driving a computer, they know your address. They know where to send a bill to. Your credit card is in the car already. I know. that's You know, that's almost scary to me because the government uh, could technically... Turn your car off. Oh, yeah, it's oh all they've been able to do that the, for a while. Yeah, quite well, yeah. a while now. But, but that thing could drive itself back to the dealership if you didn't pay your bill. What was like, it? Theoretically. Mercedes, you got to pay. <laughs> I think it was Mercedes came out. You have to pay for a, subs- a subscription to get the last 15, 20% of the horsepower out of your car. 
What? Yeah, they're making you pay every month to get full really? horsepower. Yep. That's that's just a robber. Oh. oh my god, I didn't know that. Electric, you're talking? I no. don't know if it was electric or gas. I don't even Either remember way. if it was Mercedes. I know it was a European co- you can, company. You can plug your credit card in the computer. You gotta pay them every. Submit it's just like your serious radio. And they just send the horsepower to you. Same with um, Toyota was talking about doing that with like. <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah. Well, Toyota's talking about the same thing, but like for your heated seats, if you don't pay your Toyota whatever <laughs> subscription, you you can't use all the accessories in your car. You know all those things yeah. you paid extra for. Yeah. Well, now you got to pay extra for the extra to use them. I oh mean, my I, I word! Heard, I heard. I heard a little. Uh, allegedly, Ooh. I heard heard the same thing. Mm. But they're all like Ferraris and. Like super bougie. If you got enough money for one of no, those this cars, was what's like another two hundred dollars? A forerunner. They were talking about. Oh <laughs> my god, dude. that would just piss Man, me off. I'd sell too. that thing so fast. My favorite. I is wonder what? if they tell you that at the dealership. If they it's don't, a dealership. That, they don't. Oh yeah. God. They, and them salesmen barely know how to run them oh. fucking things. Out they have there. a certified person that you take it in the back with, and they push all the buttons on the screen. Yeah. Well, that's Resler though. They true. Big on it. They're good stuff. about that, but. I will but say yeah, our, the salesperson. Our salesmen are this. better than. The guy we dealt with, he was a good. A lot. Yeah. A lot of dealerships, but still, they're in the dark about a lot of this information because they're not trained, and these cars mm-hmm. are coming out with newer and newer technology and every so year. Quick. And yeah. so quick. And so quick. Lots it's of new tough. stuff every you know, year. They haven't worked on cars like we have to know all the ins and outs of them. They're just reading it off the spec sheet and yeah. playing with the buttons every now and then, too. Yeah. I think so... Um, I can say today, so we were a little slow today, so um, I was doing some online training modules, so Subaru, every time there's a new car, a new model, a new system, they have put a little online training module. I was doing the one today on the new BRZ. Uh, little two-seater. The, uh, it typically has oh, a yeah. seat, but oh, it's yeah. like the old Camaros, like it's just there for looks. I went a lot of places in the backseat of your Camaro. I'm sure a <laughs> the lot ranch of people, Camaro. A the lot ranch of Camaro. the ranch Camaro has yeah. been some places. Wow. It's been up more mountains than most of the decent Walt and I one day beat wow. that thing like it owed us money. Yeah, yeah, we're we're doing performance testing. Performance testing. Yeah, we had the scanner hooked up. Right. It was legit. Yes, we <laughs> needed to do what to get the test. Yeah. Paul was driving. You know the saddest, <laughs> the saddest part about that Camaro is it made it through me in high school, college, and a cocaine smuggler before and that. A, a cocaine <laughs> smuggler before I bought it. I give it to my wife for six months, and she goes the shit. <laughs> She's now parked in the back lot, waiting for a new She's motor. Waiting for her to rebuild. Yeah, I'm not gonna rebuild it again, though. I'll put. I'll, I, I promised myself I'd never rebuild that engine again. Not that it can be. I, I took that engine to the max. Oh, I'm sure it's out 60 over. You oh, don't do a motor unless it's. I, I've yeah, never built a motor. It's all the way out. <laughs> That's the Beckman special. We gotta get that extra two cubic inch out of this one. We boys. have to. It's not. John's the I'm, guy that puts 351 on the side because it's been bored. Exactly. I've never built an engine and put a stock cam back in the fucking engine. Stock if you cam, got it that far apart, I, I, why it's just, not? It's just why? not feasible. You know what you tell the customer? It just doesn't fit anymore. Do you want better fuel economy? I'm open cam in it. Obviously. 
not right. buying a Tesla, but I'll take better fuel. Better economy. fuel economy all yeah. day long. You tell me if I put this cam, I get more horsepower and better fuel economy. Fuck yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no-brainer. No-brainer, babe. You put a Hellcat motor in, get even better fuel economy. Yeah, yeah. What? An extra power, you oh, wow. I mean, power, yeah. The range it takes is less fuel great. economy because it's it's just going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not. Oh, man. That motor can't be rebuilt anyway. But now nah, she's mm. sitting there waiting. I, I promised myself that I would strip it. Oh, it, it, it would be the you best. You should throw a Tesla battery and motor in there. No. She's a <laughs> conversion. Yeah. Ford those has things are a crate motor. Those are super fast. What crate? What? What crate motor? <laughs> For the Mustang Mach-E, <laughs> you can get the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. stuff as a crate. Just like the Hellcat yeah. motor. Yeah. Really? Motor. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. They did, Ford did one themselves in the F100, right when they introduced the Mach-E. Yep. Huh. Uh, well, now they have the Lightning, too, don't they? The Ford, the truck electric. The pickup? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a guy on YouTube. You can charge your house. You can run your house off that thing. That's what the commercial says. For, well, like 20 minutes. There's a guy yeah. who bought Enough it. to charge your phone. On <laughs> YouTube. you can't drive anywhere. <laughs> someone had a Ford Lightning, and they're like, you know, Ford's talking about the towing capacity of this. Well, he hooked yeah, up yeah, his yeah. camper, and he got about 10 miles. Then it was done. It's done. Jeez. Full charge. Hmm. Yeah, I'm Must okay. have been a big camper. It's a big camper, but still. All, all 12 feet of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm going to take that old Camaro. She's my drag car. Those things are, oh, yeah. in a nutshell, if you really look at them, they are really close to a Pro Mod. The fenders yeah. come factory as plastic. The bumpers factory plastic. The only steel on the car is the goddamn hood and the cap. And the doors? The doors, yeah. But you can get... And the quarters? The quarters. And the quarters. And the like trunk? I said, the centers. No. The deck lid? No, fiberglass. Oh, okay. Whole back half's fiberglass. It's already halfway tubbed out where they were hiding their cocaine. I'll the say they You just take the T-tops off, too, and then you, yeah. Yeah, take the T-tops and you put the plastic ones yeah. on. You take all yeah. the glass out of that right. car, and it, it drops significant weight because oh. there's a lot of glass yeah. in that car. There's a reason there's a lot of those that are drag cars because yeah. they are, you don't have to do a lot externally to make them light. You just need to put a giant fucking engine in them, yeah. gut them, roll cage. More drag racing, baby. That's what that Sounds car's fun. life is. Yeah. That's where she's going. Yeah. We're gutting it. Dragging her down antelope road. Drug running the drag race. <laughs> yeah, drug run, I was just going to say that. Drug running the drag race. <laughs> I'm curious how many pounds of drugs Where that did, thing. That's okay. probably why let's, they got caught. Let's hear this story. Like, what's the story? Where did you... Did you buy it? Or I did bought your it. dad bought it? No, or I bought it. Bought I bought okay. it in high school, so... From somebody in Lincoln? Yeah. Oh, definitely. It would be a car then. From the yeah. sheriff in Lincoln. <laughs> no, no, no. Better. Really? I thought that was a police sale. No, I bought it from a tow truck. <laughs> this was sitting next to the jail at the for sale sign on it. Couldn't pass it up. So, I, I lived, I don't know, 30 minutes from school, which... 30 minutes in Montana is like 50 fucking miles a day, so. Yeah. I think I live. All right. Lincoln, I think I live, yeah. Lincoln to Helmville is, I think, 25 miles, so 50 miles a day you drive. Oh, yeah, okay. So, my square body pickup 
I love her to death, but she is the one thirsty bitch. The she has a drinking problem. Yeah. Well, and, Andy burned the motor up in that, too. Yeah, well, that's the reason she's John might have a lead foot, too, you know, so. I was late one day, and she, <laughs> she didn't have any oil. Right out the fucking bottom of her. <laughs> that's another story for another day. But I just was like, all right, I need something fuel efficient. So I start looking around for cars, and I'm like, I'm not finding any. And the local tow truck driver, I felt like he lived in our shop. He was there every day, it seemed like, just to sit and bullshit and have his coffee. Wait for a call. Or wait for a call, or bring us a car. Like I saw him every day, and he overheard me one day. I was like, man. I need to find a car, and he, he walks over to the computer, and I'm scrolling Craigslist like it owes me money, man. Just <laughs> desperately looking at shit. He's like, and for once, he wasn't on the other websites. The other websites. Back the, in the was, day. Craigslist. Was his dad's uh, what was it? I was on Man the- Seeking Woman or whatever it was. <laughs> he was on there looking the, for a date. The personal ads. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. No, we weren't doing that at the at the business, but uh, that day. Not that day. Those are after-hour projects. <laughs> he's like, oh, I got a bunch of shit. He's like, I really got a Camaro. You'd be like, perfect. He said, it's a it's a V6. I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm interested. Because when he said Camaro, I was like, oh, I, yeah. I already got a gas guzzler, man. I don't need another one. He's like, no, it's a V6. And he said, super clean. You come look at it. So I go, I, he wasn't even there. I got off on my lunch. I took me and a couple of the boys. We hopped in. Uh, one of my buddy's man bands. We all fucking cruise over there. <laughs> this thing is damn near buried in snow. All you can see is just like the top half of the car. And I'm like, ah, interior's clean. It's got T-tops. T-tops. I'm like, oh, there's no body damage. She's minty. Just needs a motor. I'm like, oh, what do you got to have for this thing? So, ah, uh, fifteen hundred bucks. Ah, fuck it. That's a deal. <laughs> And I saw him every day, so he's like, oh, you don't have to give me all the money up front. So I'm like, okay, I'll give you 500 bucks a month for the next three months. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, that's a deal. So I wait the three months or whatever, I pay him off, I go haul the thing out of there. The moment I get it to our shop, I get a call from the sheriff. Well, I need to come down, take a look at this car. I've been meaning to finish the paperwork on it. I'm like, <laughs> What the fuck do you mean you need to finish the paperwork on this thing? He's like, well, the whole reason it ended up there is the guy, a couple of, I don't know where they're from, they're Latino at the bare minimum. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they're canceled. No hablo. No habla inglés. <laughs> Straight from Cuba or Mexico. <laughs> That's that good, good, you know. They were hauling these drugs from California up to Montana. Well, these guys were doing it a lot. (laughs) Come to find out, there's all these secret compartments in my car that have been like... Really? Yeah. Oh, super cool. Custom made. To a point, yeah. Yeah. To a point. Well, I start... I find a lot of these compartments just going in to do the job of like removing the engine. I got the motor halfway out and the sheriff shows up. He's like, I need to I need to finish the investigation on this car. <laughs> Only in Lincoln. Oh my Dude, he finds a whole nother compartment I didn't know with a stack of checks, 
uh, <laughs> and just some just interesting shit <laughs> come out of my like, oh my fuck if I'd have known that was in there we'd have had a damn all my fucking time you know oh man <sighs> crazy shit you know didn't your subs end up in one of those compartments Oh yeah, I ended up oh, taking yeah. all of the compartments, and they all ended up with speakers. In it. <laughs> that car has fifteen speakers in it now. <laughs> Two door car. It will rattle a full beer out of the cup holder <laughs> from the base. It, that car was actually a huge hit when I was in oh, high school. I, I got that so. thing going. It was all the uh, all all the girls that were around our class. They were all like friends, so it's not like you were trying to date any all of them. Eight of but them. Yeah, all eight of them in <laughs> the whole fucking school, you know. Yeah. Well, we'd be playing football, and they just come in and steal my fucking keys, and then I'd look out, and there's my car rolling down with women like, ah, I'm like, uh, coach, coach, that's my car, coach. Uh, should I call the sheriff? He's like, uh. It's not even worth it. They'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Small town college yeah. too. Was, oh, what yeah. was that? Yeah, Mexican restaurant. Taco treat. Yeah, it's right yeah. at the right level to check out the girl. <laughs> oh, I never went with you guys on that one, that. but I heard lots. Taco of treat was popular there for a while with John and I. They had a, a special worker. Is that what I heard? She's good looking. Well, she was at the time, anyway. I don't know. I, <laughs> college thing you know (laughs) (laughs) that car has been more places and I drove it every day so after school people oh let's go party go have a bonfire let's go do this alright I'm gonna Mm -hmm. take my car fuck it that's what I got that's what I got it gets there it don't here's my car bombing it through these mud puddles and rear wheel drive rear wheel yeah. drive and I am killing I'm getting into all these places like nobody's stopping me I'm getting there <laughs> here are all these fucking Ford Rangers and shit just getting buried and I'm like how did my little piece of shit car get up here <laughs> and it's cause I was doing mock Jesus yeah. to get up there you we were hitting the so bottom bad. of the puddle you were skipping you the were top, top of the puddle yeah. you were flying boys skipping rocks yeah I vaguely remember us running out of pallets in this car, or at the fire, and there was not a single pickup at this fire. And nobody wanted to call up the night, so the local, Lincoln has a a beef jerky factory. Well, they have all these pallets. Uh, high country jerky. Yeah, high country jerky. Oh, no. Sponsor out. us. Yeah. Sorry we did not allegedly steal all your pallets. <laughs> that was somebody else. Oops. This is a different John Beckman. Different high country meets, too. The funniest and part. Different Lincoln, Montana. <laughs> yeah. The best part about it is they finally, like, messaged the school and was like, could you stop stealing the new ones? and steal the old ones. <laughs> they literally set us a pile. They're like, they're going to come anyway. So they literally built us a pile. Like, these are the ones you can have, damn it. And they set the fire out back high country because it's too much trouble <laughs> hauling them away. Wow, we didn't. It was too close to the highway. But we come bombing it down on my car. We load 
that old girl up oh, to the bur- like stacking them on top of the t-tops strapped down <laughs> well i shouldn't say strapped down. we had no straps it was just two guys yeah. leaning out the window holding them onto the road <laughs> so we're bombing it back bounce up. back up the road awesome oh man that car <laughs> has seen some shit that's why I can't sell it. She's just, she's just gonna rot away at the bare minimum. A three point nine Chevy. Ah, uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> well, it was a three point eight. You boarded out though, so it's a three point nine. Yeah, she's a four liter. Damn it, <laughs> four liter. <laughs> you ever heard of a four liter Chevy? We call it the Beckman Special. You ever uh, seen a, a three point eight Camdell? <laughs> <laughs> I was this close when I put it together because uh, they sold that same engine in a Buick with a supercharger. Ooh. If I had just a hair more money when I was putting it together, I'd have went and got the intake that was required for it and just did it. Because that car had been a that whole been nother fun. fucking animal. Especially with the cam I had put in it. The... Gambino Lentinos. <laughs> they tuned the car. It had no governor. I could not find the governor. It had none. I know Chevy's governor on that era was like 105, 110 on the nose. Because you could take the same Buick from the same year and that thing would deadhead it like 105. It wouldn't let you go any higher. Yeah, that car had no governor. She let you go till the fucking rod shipped out of it if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, that sounds fun. Boys, I got a, a quick segment we should do. I wanna, I wanna do. Maybe every week we should do this. Funniest customer stories. We're only each of us are only going to share one an episode or each of us one an episode we're not going to share all of them obviously we got to keep you coming back but i had one that i i don't know why it reminded me of it maybe it's because i had a ford i had to work on but it just like it was like we just i don't know i've been thinking about it all week and i was 15 working at my dad's shop, and I work there every day, that was my job. And I get a call, or the shop gets a call from the guy. Can't get my fucking hood up. It's fucking seized. What the fuck did you guys do to my hood? You guys changed your oil, now I can't fucking pop my hood. <laughs> uh, okay. My dad is not in the mood. He is just, this yeah. guy is insistent, though, that my dad shows up. And this guy, his battery's dead or something. He can't drive in. I'm like, we'll just bring it to us. We'll figure it out. He's like, I can't. The battery's dead. <laughs> All right. I'm like, yeah. we'll go take the truck. Go figure it out. I'm like, well, he's got me pissed if I go up there. <laughs> he wants you. He's already he's like, pissed. He's yeah. already angry, you know. Well, the guy didn't live too far by the shop, so. All right, I go buzz up to his house and this guy has the biggest fucking pry bar i have i have seen oh like boy. a spud bar 
jam between the fucking fender and the hood. Oh, just fucking. I, I get there and he is on it already. I'm like, whoa, 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 that's. <laughs> I can't get to that little lever. What the did you guys do? Without hesitation, I I open the door, hit the hood pop, and it goes and his fucking. Pry bar goes launching. Oh no! The the look on this oh, man's man. face just <gasps> his grandson oh. is or I shouldn't say his, his son. Worst part about it, he's in his thirties. <laughs> his son's in his thirties. I'm fifteen. <laughs> this guy's I don't know, elderly, sixties. Seven years old, so I could give him the, the benefit of the doubt. Oh, but the son man. is in his thirties, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I hit the hood, pop the thing, pops up. I open the hood. He he real quietly comes over, slides a hundred in my hand, and he's like, "Let's just not talk about this for a while." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm sorry about your hood." He's like, "I'm not." I'm gonna go wreck this thing later. Oh. Just cause yeah. fuck it. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm like, just so you know, all cars since like the sixties have had a hood pop in the inside as a secondary. He's like, I knew that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> was that like his first car since nineteen sixty seven? Wow. Oh, this thing was a it was a nineties uh F one fifty uh well it's just a gasser though. Yeah. It's that square yeah. OBS style looking mm. forward. Oh, man. And man, watching him on that pry bar just oh, it like, just hurts oh, me being a bodyguard. Oh, that just oh, hurts oh, me. Ford yeah. don't oh. even care. <laughs> Oh, man. I get back to my dad, and he's like, well, that was pretty quick. Pretty easy? I said, yeah, he didn't know where the hood pop was. My dad just fucking loses it. Just laughing his fucking ass. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what'd you charge him? I'm like, well, I wasn't, but he gave me a hundred bucks. And he's like, nice. (laughs) He's like, you should have charged him 200 for coming up there. (laughs) You will charge. (laughs) Oh, boy. No, I... I, I was thinking about that story this week, and I'm like, I gotta share this. People need to That's know. That's a good one. Oh man. You got any Walter this week you well, would like to share? I don't deal with a whole lot of customers because I'm in the back shop. Mm-hmm. All the customers Watch go it. to our front office. I do. Lucky. I feel very fortunate. Um, the one that comes to mind, <laughs> another Ford owner. Just, uh, maybe not a real funny story. Just different than what I'm used to, you know. And I can see why. So, uh, it's a 2018 Ford Mustang GT350 Cobra, whatever. Mm-hmm. Special. I'm not a Ford guy, so I don't know. We called them fake snakes because Carol Shelby, Shelby passed away and isn't signing the dashes anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Hey, nice car. Nice car. You know, and uh, you can kind of imagine the variety of owners that it would have. It's either the young, hotshot, yeah. or <laughs> the 68-year-old <laughs> single guy that 
This is his life. Maybe As not single guy. A Ford, well, ex Ford tech. Mustang guys are weird. Oh, <laughs> they, they, yeah, they yeah. are weird. The Corvette guys and is, Mustang guys are uh-huh. weird. My uh-huh. stepdad owns a Mustang. He's probably gonna listen to this <laughs> motherfucker. Yours is all right, man. Yours is all right. You're you're not that weird. No so so this one, he was the old guy, and he was in two to three times a week checking on it. He story is just uh, going like. I don't know, 35, 40 or something down Main Street in Helena and wrapped around a telephone pole. Oh, typical Mustang. I'm not going to say what happened. It was the health reasons. Anyway, oh. poor guy. I feel bad oh. for him, you know. All right. Bummer deal. I say, so it's hard to... Burnouts yeah, and no, I don't think it was one of those, but... Lead footer. Yeah, no. So he would come in and check on it, and it's just one of those you cringe like, no you don't need to come look at it you every three days parking lot and you're like, Fuck. yeah because he doesn't go to the office anymore he just walks oh. straight in the back door to my stall and they want to talk and they talk and when's it going to be done what you know why isn't this this way or what it's going to match right it's going to be the same as it was and this is a special car. My first car was this and this and this Mustang, and it was very special. And this car, I was there to help watch them build it, put it together. This is a very special car to me, too. Even though they made 50000 uh, Yeah, they're uh, cockroach, you know, man. Everyone's then, got one. Yeah. Well, I went to this racetrack and learned how to drive it with a real race guitar driver and did this, you know... Well, my wife and I are going up to Canada for the Mustang show. Is it going to be ready by then? You know, the less you talk to me, the sooner it's going to get done. And we're going to do the best we can to match it to exactly the way it was before. He's a very nice guy, but as one of those customers that you just kind of <laughs> chuckle and shake your head and say, yeah, you know... At least I don't get more of these. So <laughs> that's what I got for my well, customers. Well, I could be working well, on it. Either way, I'm getting paid. Right, so yeah. And an hour, like to keep hourly rate me. for me, it didn't really matter, There's you know. A, I told one of those guys, and I picked this up from a gunsmith, and he said, and he, it was the same thing with him, you know, <laughs> customers come in looking at the guns yeah. and seeing it and states torn apart. He, I've said it to customers, Mustang customers. <laughs> If you like sausage, you probably shouldn't watch how it's made. <laughs> it's the same thing with a car. Yeah, that's very true. Exactly. You see it destroyed and torn apart. And yeah, you don't look at it the same. No, they're yet. they're never gonna get. No. I've seen Corvette guys. They're never gonna get that back together. They're professional. Trust us. Leave them alone. You're yeah. not helping. Yeah, standing there watching us definitely does not help. All right, boys, oh. we're going to take a quick break because i got to drain my main vein. So. We'll come back with Paul's we'll, story. We'll be back with Paul's cool. story. Hey, and if you want to put your ad in one of these segments, hit us up hit on us Facebook. Up. Yeah. You know? If anyone out there in any industry, literally any, we're poor. So like, we, <laughs> we will run any ad. We don't care how extravagant it is. Yeah, I don't even care. Know. You want to sell dick pills? I'll sell you some dick pills. <laughs> We'll On that back. note, we'll be back. He'll tell you how good they work. <laughs> All right, folks, we're back here. We had to pour ourselves a little old smoky mm. peach moonshine. It's like drinking the 
leftover juice from the can of peaches. Oh, I know. This shit is dangerous. And it's got the peach slice in oh, it, too. Oh, yeah. Now, that's a shot all on its own. Yeah, I bet so. Mm. Oh, that is... Mm. Wow. <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> that's dangerous. <laughs> oh, super dangerous. <laughs> so tasty, though. Mm-hmm. Well, old smoking Tennessee moonshine. Oh, I love me some good moonshine. My wife actually made a whole bunch of apple pie. Super good. Been giving it away. To that was good stuff. It was it's gifts. It was just gone too fast. Yeah, well, guess what? You boys are getting on your way out tonight because we have a whole case still. <sighs> I don't think Ruby got to try that. <laughs> that shit is good. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going to start giving it to my customers. <laughs> it's a farewell gift. Well, I got one for you to work on then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to use an oil change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I got two then if we're counting those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paul. Well, let's hear a, a funny customer story from Paul this week. All right. I, I had this uh, gal that came in and... Ah, uh, a little bit heavier gal, but she was complaining that in her expedition, you know the easy entry seat where you stick the key in and the seat goes forward to where yeah. you were, pull it out, it goes back. Yeah, remembers yeah. your spot or whatever. Her complaint was that the easy entry seat was going all the way forward and smashing her up against the steering wheel. So I, you know, I reprogrammed things, I reset it for her. Can't probably, find anything wrong with it. Probably hasn't been smashed that hard in a while. <laughs> Didn't ask that question. <laughs> I, I just had to. Yes, that is right there. <laughs> I had to. The joke was this there for the taking. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. No, that's all right. That's, that's good. But I get it reset. She's gone about a week. Comes back mad. It's doing it again today. And um, so we keep it there for about a week. I park it in the bay next to mine. And again, check for reprogram and stuff like that. Uh, and the whole week, anytime I walked by it, I'd get in, put the key in, see if it did it. Never did it. Finally, we ship it out the door. Yeah, there's we can't fix it. There's nothing wrong with it. The third time she comes back and <laughs> mad, yelling, you're Tech's an idiot and this and that. Um, I didn't have time, didn't want to deal with her. I said, I'll just go out and reprogram it for you. Um, so I go out, her two kids are in the car, and I get in, sure as shit, I get pushed up against the steering wheel, and the kids are in back, and they sound like, just like Walt right now. Thank you, Walt, for the sound effects on this. It's, uh, a, it's one of my natural tales. Yeah. So, so I get thinking, I'm like, I wonder. So I get in, I reset it, and I call my service rider and a customer over, and we stand in the shop where we can see the vehicle, but the kids can't see us. Sure enough, about 10 minutes later, one of those kids crawls over in the front seat. Oh, my. They had figured out how to set that easy entry, and they thought it was hilarious. And I, I look at the lady. It's hilarious. Yeah. They knew she hadn't been smashed that hard in a while. <laughs> they knew what Dad was getting up to. Kids were helping her out, So man. We, I look at the lady as her kid's doing this, and I say, so I'm the idiot. And she puts her head down, walks out. 
<laughs> I don't know what happened. He yelled at the kids or what, but never heard that complain again from her. Oh, man. Oh, she probably didn't even come in for an oil change again. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a classic. There's a, a button on a, some of the era Subarus for the rear gate. It's a memory button. And yeah. If you've never said it, it like defaults to like six inches up, and then oh, you're like yeah. Oh. So you, it really pays to program it the first time anyway. So the you get describe with the memory button. So the the memory button is you could set it for short people so that it doesn't the rear. So when then it's gate, open, you can still reach it. It stops. To close yeah, it the stops before yeah. it gets all the way up. I don't know how many of these people come in, and, and it's not one person. It's it's a whole bunch of these people, and they accidentally push it with their knee, and man, they'll use so many bad words, <laughs> so many bad words. This fucking car is a piece of shit, and I can't believe I bought this brand new car, and this thing's already got issues. And then you go out there, I go, oh, well, let me show. It. Tell them what's going on. You like go out there and push the button and it goes all the way up oh I didn't know that button existed I'm like well just so you if you do press it again let's just set it to like the height you you want want it it. yeah Yeah. well here's the kicker your battery dies thing goes back to default again (laughs) you lose it yeah so that's a shit part of the design I had one of once people understand where the button is they're like oh yeah push the button (laughs) One of the segments we might do at another show is things we learned in college and uh, school and stuff about vehicles. The thought that just came to mind was uh, one of our instructors, he used to tell stories, customer stories, just like we did now. And Joe would say, uh, multiple times, he'd have a vehicle come in with a complaint. And I remember him saying once, he actually highlighted the part in the owner's manual. <laughs> I remember and brought this. it out to the customer. So he took the owner's manual yeah. out of the cellophane and highlighted yeah. it. And handed it to the customer and said, read this. Your car's supposed to do this. Yeah. And man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, speaking of like stuff like that, uh, Subaru is really getting into this like autopilot. I mean, they've kind of really had it for a long time, but, like, every year they're just kind of turning a little bit Mm -hmm. more of it on. Yeah. Well, in Montana, we get snow, and these (laughs) cameras that run this autopilot have to see the lines, and we have a lady buys a brand-new car in the middle of winter. My autopilot doesn't work. Well, I'm, I'm sure it ain't. Is there any codes on the dash? No, it just doesn't work. Okay, same deal. Rip open the cellophane uh-huh. on the u- owner's manual. Flip open to the page. All right. Severe condition. Can the camera see the road? Are the lines visible on the road? <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) How bright is the sun? Yeah. Do you really (laughs) want that thing driving you around on ice? (laughs) No, that's the fun part. She's like, it should be driving me around. Like, 
I don't think I would trust that. No, like Ford's plan for the self-driving. Sketchiest you don't make your payment, drives you to the impound lot. <laughs> I hate having to test them, man. They freak me out. I remember the first time I got into self, Ford had that auto park, Ooh. and I tested one. Ooh. I stopped. I thought I was going to hit the car next to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have to test that. Uh, the adaptive cruise. <laughs> well, the adaptive cruise, <laughs> you're cruising, and someone lays on their brakes, it's supposed to sense it, stop the car, or bring or match their speed. So right, if they're yeah. going 50, it'll match their speed. Yeah. That's, I like that. The adaptive nice. cruise is really yeah. cool. Well, testing is sketchy because you have to test the braking. <laughs> so you got to turn it on and wait for a red light and just be like, oh, God, please stop. <laughs> You're fucking assholes oh. gripping the seat. You're like, oh, God, please fucking stop. I hope there's not what? a highway patrol here. I've had, I've had two that I had to intervene oh, because man. I... It, it was too close yeah. to comfort and usually they're not bad but they're still that borderline oh. like oh and then it, like, it kicks in you're like Whoo. so when you do slam into the back of that car yeah. at the red light what happened who so pays for it right pays yeah so if it's if your if you're on a test drive if i'm on a test drive and it piles up and i, I run the test how uh-huh. they want me to run the test and yeah i have it's all <clears throat> you're following the parameters i'm following of what the parameters and it piles yep. up i'm pretty much retiring because of the liability yeah. all that uh, you yeah. pretty much get retired i wonder if just joe blow in their outback uh i mean who pays then? Super still alive. You know that that's Depends. a whole other deal. Yeah. It ends up being an insurance claim, and and then that it comes into the someone needs to pull the record out of these things record, so they have an yeah. onboard recorder. Yeah, a little that can't box. be tapped into mm-hmm. unless it's tapped into by the the manufacturer. Oh, okay. So I can go in there and say, oh, it had three cancel codes saying that the weather was bad and you disregarded it yeah. and continued. Or it was in an accident a couple months ago and didn't get, and reprogrammed. Didn't get reprogrammed. Or it did, but the yeah, something didn't, wasn't right in exactly. their reprogramming picture there, yeah. Ooh. Every one of Ooh. those I've heard of, it's all just been an insurance claim. It mm-hmm. has not been a manufacturer oh, okay. problem. Um, of course not. Like I said, I've had a couple, like I said. (laughs) Yeah, not our fault. We pulled the data, and it turns out his fault. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And if they're worried about it, they'll send a little Asian boy down, and he'll come look at it, too. That's pretty fucked up. Really? Yeah, they'll send a... uh, so you've had you've so. had some of these it happen? Not like that. We've had some of the engineers come down, but it's for like issues that are like either we're struggling to figure out mm. or they're mm-hmm. not believing that's What's actually the problem. Happened. Usually yeah. it's oh, the yeah. last step before a buyback. Yeah. Pretty it's sure. pretty close. I and rode I, around for two days with an engineer and a one of the county sheriffs rigs we thought we were gonna have to buy back really? one hundred fifty. Yeah. Like the lemon kind of deal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um hmm. those are the cases where we've had engineers come in. Well hmm. what's happened is I've been right every single fucking time. Well of course. You're John Beckman. Well, the third. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just don't like selling repair that I don't believe is gonna fix it. And if I run down yeah. your fucking diag tree, you've and done I've enough. I've done my that, due diligence. Yeah. 
you need to just get it together. Well, I understand when it's 2023 or it's a brand new model, you need to come investigate it. Well, now they've gotten to the point where I've outsmarted their engineers so many times, they're shipping cars from out of state to have us diagnose that are lemons. Uh Master Tech I worked with, we were in the middle of a door latchery call and their fix was not working. Um, The senior master I worked with, Darren, he got a call from a Ford engineer saying what's going on because Darren was actually, it was an issue with the cable and Darren was super gluing the cable (laughs) to the door latch and it fixed it because they didn't have a, well, to the, super gluing it to the door handle because there was no return spring on the latch, oh, yeah, sure. so he was using the door handle as a return, and it was working. They're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Ah, oh, I just went down to hardware store, got some super glue, and that's a Ford fix for you." Your six-year degree can't figure that out. Honestly, oh, the one that I had to kick my fucking ass brand new car they shipped it from out of state to have me look at and to their tech's Mm. abilities he did absolutely everything their diagnostic tree said to do to the t this subaru had been to three dealers they literally just chained it wow and and they said if if the next dealer don't fix it just keep making its way to placer (laughs) their tech just the, doing the same tree. Uh-huh. It gets to me. I'm like, okay, well, four shops have run through the tree. The tree's obviously garbage. The tree's obviously yeah. fucking garbage. So you got to, I don't know, I'm, I'm thinking about this. Uh, I, you're sitting on it, stewing on it. You're sitting on it, you're stewing on it, you're thinking about it. Well, I get to the point where I'm like, I need to start gutting some of this car apart. I just make the executive uh-huh. decision. I'm going to start taking some of these interior parts this is an electrical problem okay. it's very weird like super intermittent struggle I'm struggling to reproduce it sometimes and then one minute it's there one minute it's gone one minute it's there one minute it's gone I'm like god damn tough. what the fuck is it's like this tough. is like a connection That's issue tough. yeah I'm like I'm gonna just get down to all the the main connections the main so I just start gutting the interior my manager comes out and I got half the interior gut out of this car other than <laughs> nothing but a bucket in there to sit on uh-huh. and <laughs> I finally find it in the process of them installing the dash they pinched, pinched. a com wire oh, with man. a screw oh man it I, would uh... only happen if you turn the wheel just right and the car would rock into it and the wire uh, would ground holy up. moly oh my god dude it took wow i mean i had the thing gutted and the yeah. boss is looking at me like are you sure this <laughs> oh. is the way like the tree says nothing about this it's just <laughs> and that's the worst part is they were doing this thing ohm check mm-hmm. it here to here mm-hmm. voltage check here to here all comes out great yeah that comm yeah. wire was on the ground side of the comm. You oh, ohm it to ground, yeah, it yeah. ohms money. It reads good. Yeah. Yeah. Even when it's grounding yeah. itself out. Yeah. Well, when oh, it's trying to make the communication while it's running, mm-hmm. and it touches that gr- that ground that it's not yeah. not a not this. It's supposed to be grounded through the module, not direct ground. Yeah, to the frame. For people who don't know, that yeah. might sound 
exotic, but... Uh, your body's grounded. Your body is grounded. The whole car's grounded. Yeah. Well, some of these modules have two-way connections. It's got a... One's talking to it, one's sending information back. Well, the one that was grounding was the information back, which in that system is technically it's ground. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm going to call it ground. It's a comm wire, but it's the ground side mm -hmm. of that comm wire. The low voltage side. The low voltage side. Oh, my God. <laughs> I finally find this fucking screw in there. Oh, man. I had to do my, my report. I, I had to send oh, the engineer was. It uh, took you a long uh, time to write book. up the report, too. Oh, uh, I had a. And on the flip side, they wouldn't let me fix the wire. This is a 50 cent repair now. I cut the wire, I splice a connector yeah. in, I ship the car out. Wouldn't let me. They wanted to come see it? They came down, they take all their pictures, engineer says, excellent job. I can't fucking believe you did. Found this, way to go. I'm. He's pretty impressed, yada, yada, yada. And then he drops this fucking bomb on me. He's like, I want you to put a whole new harness. Oh, yeah. This harness in this car, it runs from the fucking headlights oh, to boy. the taillights. It's massive harness. Well, at least you got the interior out already. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well have pulled the fucking motor. <laughs> yeah. Everything out. I mean, you. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the dash out of it yet. I had... Yeah. Ooh. The bare bones right. of the dash, so I could get, I could see the harness. Right. Oh boy. Yeah. Literally after that, he's like, "Nah, you really gotta gut it." I had that thing. Literally, it was just a chassis. Yeah. Nothing in it to get that harness in. It runs in mm -hmm. everything. It's all one giant motherfucker. Other yeah. than the engine side harness, right. it's the only and separate the, harness. Doors and headliner. Are they, uh, Headliner came out. Yeah, but the door panels yeah. were able to stay on. Yeah. Carpet, all the side panels. Yeah. Dash, carpet. <laughs> Half of the engine <laughs> had to get kind of tore down to get to. It runs. Yeah. It comes through the firewall. Runs Drops across the firewall. On, yeah, on the bottom then, probably. Yeah, yeah. Connects into the motor. Yep. Yeah. Has a little T leg that runs all the way over to run for the this about three wires. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. You got your side cutters. You're like a fifty oh, cent a fifty cent repair costs nine thousand dollars. I had one on an edge. It was similar. It was short. I don't know how we got into fucked up repairs. But. <laughs> it was short out all the um, accessories. Maybe we, maybe we should make that another segment. Yeah, that could be a whole too. segment. Fucked up shit. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, that one, Paul, short, yeah, shorten out all the accessories inside, and I was lucky it was doing it constant, but power seats weren't working, radio windows, pretty much anything in the car. Same thing when they uh, installed the visor. They ran the screw through the two wires for oh, yeah. your lighted mirror. Shorted oh, yeah. everything out. Really? Yeah, I just started, same thing. I'm like, it's ran through the tree, couldn't find it. I'm like, it's gotta be a short somewhere. So I just oh, started pulling so. things uh -huh. on down. And then when I pulled that visor down, you know, the four doo -doo 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 -doo, that comes yeah. on. When and I'm like, doors I just fixed oh, it. I just man. found it. Yeah. Uh. So. I, you know, this is a story I should definitely tell for a different time, but I, I, it's just I got to now that you said that. We 
it's Subaru and Lincoln. Well, Lincoln, I always did it because uh, it's small town. So we always installed the e-brake in the student driver car, the secondary. <laughs> we always did it. My dad had the. He just kept on to the schools. We held on to mm-hmm. it. Every time we would get a new car every year, we would install it. And then when it's done, we would remove it, and they would give it. It was always a lease car. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I knew how to do it. I get the Subaru. They're doing the same thing for the schools hmm. around here. A lot of the student driver cars oh, yeah, are Subarus. That's right. It's mostly because our owner is he's really good about the leasing. That's a whole conversation. But you got to share the love. Share the love, baby. <laughs> if you missed the last episode, go listen to that one. <laughs> No, that was the episode that we didn't oh. air. Oh, so, so you there may is a, hear bits and pieces. Zero. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. There is an episode that may eventually get <laughs> And if you missed episode one, go listen to episode one yeah. anyway. Listen to episode one anyway. But I get a card. Uh, a student driver car gets shipped to me. And... One that had already been a student driver car? Yeah, that was already a student driver car, yeah. and it is all, like, they just installed it, and now it won't start. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what did you do? Oh, we just installed it, now it won't start. That's all they gave me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look at where it's at, and I went, you sent the fucking screws straight through the ECM, didn't you? <laughs> oh. In that particular era, no. the ECM is the passenger floorboard. Oh, no. So if you put one there, you have to make a little special bracket. That sits up sits off the floor a, a little bit. Either to the side of it or left of it. People just have this, it's just a unibody and they just yeah. send a fun, lag fun. screw straight through the, like all, every screw they put oh. in this thing, which is, it was four of them in yeah. this rectangular bracket. Pretty good size screws. If oh, it's lag bolts. Yeah. These are big ones. size of your <laughs> pinky, folks. <laughs> It, it probably held st- good to all that oh, copper wire. Solid. <laughs> solid. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Oh, I pulled the carpet man. back. I was like, well, there's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> you need a new ECM. What? Yeah. It's got four holes in it. <laughs> Reminds me of another one, but I'll save it for my customer story next yeah. week. Yeah, all right. Next week's customer story. <clears throat> We're going to... We touch on EVs. Did you have a question? For y- yeah, I had our circle back on EV because yeah. we got a little sidetracked for a bit. Weird. There's a little sidetrack. Well, no, not much. We've we've had a little old Smokies, so... I was just... We're scatterbrained. <laughs> wondering for you guys... Or wanting to ask you guys. Um, we... <laughs> This guy, I can't be serious when he's sitting over there giggling. Old Smokey is real good. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is in this shit, Dad? (laughs) My dad gives me this moonshine. It's fucking making the giggle factory. Walt's gone. Anyway. It's all about peaches. (laughs) I was just wanting to ask you guys, we bagged on EVs here for a while, and... (laughs) Walt and his fish face. I try to be Looks serious. like a teenage girl getting ready to take a selfie. I thought he's he got had the to duck lips shit. or whatever. That's what it looks like. He's got a big dookie. <laughs> it hit me real hard, guys. I gotta go. 
<laughs> oh my god, we gotta let Paul finish whatever. I'm trying to be serious so he can ask the question. <laughs> I'm That's look the at worst now. part. And now I'm the serious <laughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> We're terrible people. So, okay, we bagged on EVs for a while. What do you guys think? The practical application is for them. We talked about the place for hybrid, the place for diesel, for gas, oh, oh, for all electric. What do you think the mm. the niche is for them? Drag racing, torque right now. I was gonna maybe touch on that. Um, I would honestly. I was kind of joking, but I think it would work pretty good. I mean, it's like a drill. Way. It's torque immediately. It's they're fun. They're fun. The new brand new that's about to drop the Tesla's new Roadster. Yeah, it's zero to sixty time is unfathomable. Yeah, right. I don't know what it, it like to the T is. We could maybe let's look it up real quick. You guys keep talking. Well, it's going to the iPhone. It's it's instant power now. So the idea of an electric drag car is definitely uh, Did something. They do it. I think we. Uh, what was that show with um, Jesse James? He brought in the mechanics and builders and oh uh monster garage, monster garage. Oh, yeah. they fucking love that shit. they did it on monster garage that with, was my but guess like my the wall yeah. batteries instead of like oh, oh yeah. ev yeah yeah my thing is like i love the street outlaws and they go fishing every now and again and you will find a test oh man the train is rolling that's by. a good train that's a that one's hauling the coal baby or, the wind's going the right way too it's blowing no, it toward your she's house. a big train that's a big train yeah. when you hear it like that she's a big boy okay yeah. not to interrupt your story here again but uh how fast is the zero to 60 on a tesla roadster yeah that's the 2024 tesla roadster zero to 60 is 1.9 seconds that's fucking insane. Manufacturer estimation. What's like a... Uh, well, just look up a, a McLaren, something like yeah, that. Some other supercar. Uh, any gas car. It doesn't even matter. Any so gas 1.9 for the Tesla. Let's see. What's the, the Demon? Dodge Demon. Yeah, that's sure. a good one. What's it doing? I think it's two, over two. Three. I'm guessing <laughs> three and a half. Because I've heard the EB Corvette is the fastest Corvette ever made. I'm okay. Sure. Uh, and that's sad. The Hellcat. Here's the Hellcat, which is the one below the Demon. Yeah. 3.4 seconds. See? That's nuts. What's uh? One look up. Nine. See, they're claiming <clears throat> the 2023 Dodge Challenger SRT Demon 170. I don't know what that one is. Maybe that's the new one, which has like. 1080 horsepower yes yeah, is 1.66 really and the tesla is 1.9 1.9 so what's like but a what's funny about the field. tesla is software change and boom you're at one right yeah yeah that's how easy it is on a test mm -hmm. yeah it's not like where pulling motors and building motors and trans right. it's right what's uh, a top fuel dragster just top fuel comparison Whoa. Top fuel dragster accelerates from a standstill still to 100 miles an hour in as little as 0.8 seconds. Okay, so we're way. Oh, um, yeah. Hmm. Crazy. 
So anyway, your question was... What's the application? What are they good for? Short driving applications in the city, in my opinion. I'd argue a hybrid's better, but I mean... I guess I, let I me rephrase my so, question. What yeah. does the electric, the EV do better than anything else you can buy? Other than, like Walt said, like instant power. Like, for me, there's no real great application for it because it's a go-kart. They, they're, I'll give them their quiet. I mean... Noise pollution, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I said, we can argue that is it... The whole renewable energy, like, is it really benefiting the earth? Yeah, I would, In have, my opinion, I would I say have to no. do. Yeah, I would say I no see. right now. I'd have to do more research on the battery technology, what it takes to make the battery. I make think the there's car, you know? a lot of misconceptions about a yeah. Ton of if you're just looking car to car, that's that's the only you're got the tunnel vision. You're seeing gas, hybrid, EV. You're saying. EV is the way to go as far as emissions. Right. Oh, oh, emissions. You know, yeah. and then you got a solar panel on your house. So there you go. Or a little wind turbine in your backyard. Honestly, I don't know. Where I live, I need a damn wind turbine. Yeah. That's, but when I you think in, take like, it in aggregate, <clears throat> you yeah. know, from mine to showroom floor, is right. it really? I don't know the answer I to that so. one. Yeah. yeah. With the amount of mining that is required to just produce these cars, not just manufacturing, but the mining, like cobalt, lithium, titanium, aluminum, every piece to this car mm -hmm. is, is a lot. You think they'd be more economical? I don't know. I've never heard the cost to drive, but you think you don't have oil changes? You don't have air filters? Yeah, you'd have to do the calculations well, I mean, like again, I said, especially I on... I'd have to look up the number, but I heard it was 10 years, so it could be less now. Mm -hmm. It could be... I think, yeah, if you can nail down how much it's costing you to charge it, you can That's do a, a dollar per mile kind of thing. Exactly. Um, well, well, that's going to be the most relevant uh, you know, for where we leave, I don't think they have a purpose. But yeah. Anyway. Before we wrap it up here tonight, boys, we're gonna do a little quick ending. Uh, top three beers, boys. Mm. I'm gonna. Oh, let's say this. I'm gonna go top three beers, but we'll have next week top three light beers, and we'll, we'll do a little beers different. Beers in general. I'm gonna say. Let's top three beers in general, all beers. I'm going to go my top three. You know, just for my Lincoln boys, number one, baby, Bush Lattes all the way. Number two, I'm going to go the Mango Cart from Colorado Brewing. It's actually mm. made in California. I don't know why they... Or it's Golden Golden Brewing. I don't know exactly. I just know it's made in California, but it's called Mango Cart. That's that's my number two. The peach is pretty. The peach has got some kick. The there. peach has more alcohol than the rest of the moonshine yeah, does. That's good though. Anyway. My number three is gonna be <clears throat> the Rattler from Steigel. It's a grapefruit wheat beer. Mm. And it drinks like a wheat beer should drink. <laughs> So I'm going Bush Light, 
Mango Kart, the Steigel Rattler. Man, that's specific. I like my beer. <laughs> well, and, and I guess if we were day drinking, the list drastically changes. <laughs> <laughs> what was that list for that you just gave? That's overall top three beers. Just any time. Any time, top yeah. three beers. Yeah. Someone says sure. they got any a beer, in, what's your top three? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, Walter, you're up. Um, the Honey Rye. Hmm. Salmon Fly Honey Rye. That's my number one That's right now. Unfortunately, I can't drink it anymore. I got way mm. too fucked up on that. And now it's just like, <laughs> oh. ah, it brings back bad memories. <laughs> you got to drink it more to make the good memories happen. Again. It was a great memory, yeah. honestly. It just, the day after, I, I was, thought I was going to fucking die. <laughs> um. High school. Oops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wedding. Uh, Bad days. Let's see. Number two is. I'm trying to think. Oh man, it's it shouldn't be that. Lewis hard. and well, I can't think of the name right now. The Miner's Gold. Yeah, that one. Lewis and Clark Brewery. That's pretty good. I can't Miner's drink the canned Gold. one though. It is not the same. <clears throat> as the on tap one. Yeah, it's be Miner's fresh. Gold on tap. I yeah. promise you, is a yeah. whole different beer than. Yeah. Than in the game. That one has made me throw up um, numerous times. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, weddings, concerts, comedy show, <laughs> weddings. Yeah. That one's got you good a few uh, times. It's got it your number. So good. Um, hmm. Number three, I guess I gotta go with the Coors Light. I don't know. I can't think of another. It's a solid number three. He said heavy beer, though. No, 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 he just said any beer. Top three. Yeah. We'll, we'll do top three light beers later. Okay, later we're, yeah. we're a whole nother section. We're going to end it. I like could this. do any like hazy IPA for number three, but. Oh, God, you miserable soul. Mm, they just do you so like bad. the taste of butthole? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like, taste that way to me. I don't oh, know. You poor guy. Wow, Bush Light is just <laughs> like what does drinking so water. You're, you said it doesn't taste that way to him. You have a comparison what fault your butthole. <laughs> your wife has. I can't. I can't so, say I've never which, licked a butthole. But butthole did I have never. I uh, I have never licked a butthole, and I'm never gonna lick a butthole. But if I was gonna say what a butthole tastes like, is IPA. <laughs> I'm that sorry. just tastes like straight hops. That's what hops taste like. Ah, it's like crawling yeah. in a great bin. Yeah. All right, Paul. Paul. Top three. Top three. Beers. Just all time top three. We go reverse order just for the suspense. Ah, that's Ooh. what I was hoping to do, but ah. I couldn't Ooh. think of it. Yeah, good job. I like Paul. it. Get it go number three, Blue Moon. Ooh, that's we drink a lot of that. Yeah. The traditional, okay. I, like. I, I like. In a bottle, there's a summer or spring stuff's pretty good too. But I'm gonna go with traditional. I like a blue moon has one. They call it the light sky. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. It doesn't feel like you're drinking a heavy yeah. beer, and it still tastes like a wheat beer. Bottle or can? Bottle. Ooh, yeah, yeah, definitely the bottle. Boy. Yep. Yeah, totally Bottle's different beer. Way better. Totally yeah. different beer. Number two, it's good enough for number eight. Good enough for me, Budweiser. <laughs> Dale Trader's going to be on the podcast, by the way. <laughs> the number one best beer you can drink, I call it OPB, 
other people's beer. <laughs> yes. Any beer you don't have to pay for. Free beer yeah, is good, good beer. beer. Yep. A oh, way to go, Paul. <laughs> and Paul doesn't drink much beer. Paul doesn't drink much beer. I don't pay for much beer either, so... <laughs> That's oh That's man, you gotta figure it out. Gosh darn it! Dang man, that was a good one. That's <laughs> a Lincoln response of like, if I've ever heard one, oh, the best man. beer is a free one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't call a drink in Lincoln for nothing. <laughs> oh man. Ah oh, fuck, boys. Well, that was a pretty good episode. You got anything more to add? EV, beer, guns. Call it a night. Tesla owners have the weirdest names. <laughs> Elaborate. Please. They're Just like the ones that are See, spelling I cannot, their kids' names with extra eyes. Uh, uh, yeah, that you can't pronounce. My morning meeting. You just yell yeah, like a silent a. a. <laughs> and a J and an X too. Yeah, that's something you can't pronounce. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, that's you gotta Google Translate it. You just say that that Tesla, the blue one. <laughs> just point it to R O. Yeah. This guy's Tesla. Just, you, yeah, you just say the R O number instead. You know, they came name. in with the. I'm yeah. just guessing the Patagonia <laughs> coat. <laughs> yeah, if you're from Montana, they're from Bozeman. That's yeah. where the Tesla owners are from. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> that's all I got. I think. Well, folks. We're going to wrap it up here tonight. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with episode three in, I don't know, every ten days or so. We'll put out another episode. Keep the content fresh, crispy, spicy. Stanky. Stanky. <laughs> Give me some of that stank. Ooh, baby. <laughs> don't rape each other. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I thought he was consenting. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Shop Talk Podcast, out for the night. Believe it or not, we are trained professionals. Before attempting any repairs on your own, always learn and follow proper safety practices. Shop Talk Podcast is not meant to be repair advice and is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs>